everybody this is Asim from New Podcasting and welcome to the show today we'll, we'll be speaking with Reema Kagdi who is an Indian film director who is about to release her second movie Talash starring Amir Khan Rani Mukherjee and Kareena Kapoor which is releasing on the 30th of this month 30th of November we had the opportunity to talk 20 minutes with her about how she came about making Talash why it's what kind of genre of movie it is and how it was a collaborative approach taking this movie she was very generous with her time and she's an unbelievably passionate filmmaker she made her debut with honeymoon travel but then she's been uh, an assistant director for lagan for zindagi na mili ki dobara um rockon uh, zindagi na mili ki dobara where she was also a story writer talash is about to come out we also had the amazing opportunity to speak with amir khan which i'll be posting very soon so watch out for that But until then, listen to my chat with Reema Kagdi. If you have any comments, drop us an email at youpodcasting at gmail dot com. And here's my chat with Reema. Hi, is this Reema? Yes. Hi, Reema. This is Asim from London from You Podcasting. Hi, Asim. Reema, welcome on the show. I was kind of Wikipediaing and researching you and googling you a little bit, like, but you seem to be a bit of a mystery as much as your movie. So there's not much information around for yeah. you about you. So I was just wondering, how did you kind of come to filmmaking? Well, uh, again, you know, I come from Assam, which is in the northeast of India. Uh, my family has absolutely nothing to do with film. uh my dad in fact had a little farm and uh, yeah so it was a, you know i uh, it was completely uh, a family that was completely not related to film and i uh, uh, well i kind of was a film buff all my life and uh, kind of you know when i was about 14 15 16 i kind of started considering uh, uh filmmaking So yeah that's how I mean it's it's a very interesting kind of thing I think uh, a lot of times people just uh, I think a lot of people have uh, maybe I I feel sometimes they just kind of lack a passion in filmmaking so it's kind of always cool to hear where people are coming from and you know if they've been living cinema breathing cinema mm-hmm. since 16 years old and then they get into it you can really feel it in their movies I feel mm-hmm. so yeah I mean it was something like that you know I was a film buff and uh i was always a compulsive writer like i was doing some kind of you know either writing an essay or a short uh story or a play you know but i kind of never connected the two things when i was growing up i always thought i would be some kind of a writer maybe uh but i never thought i would be i mean i i, I don't know it just uh, never struck me uh, till i was watching salam bombay you know uh, i was in class 9 i was in school in delhi i uh, <clears throat> had bunked and I went to Chanakya Puri uh, and I was watching this film and I think it, it had a tremendous impact on me. It was the first time that I remember kind of uh, consciously thinking about making films, not just watching them. Okay, so it was more a movie like mm-hmm. Salaam Bombay, not like an Amitabh movie or a Shah Rukh Khan movie that made uh, it. <laughs> no, I see, I, again, I, you know, I, I am a huge fan of Mr. Bachchan's and all, I mean, <clears throat> this was when I was in class 9. 
But from the time I can remember till then, it was, I mean, all of Mr. Bachchan's films I've liked. I've loved them. And uh, I mean, he is part of the reason why I am a film buff, you know. So I don't think that it was, uh, it's fair to say it was uh, just that film. I think all of the, uh, like Mr. Bachchan had a lot to do with the fact that I'm a film buff at all. And I think uh, the fact that I'm a film buff had to do a lot to do with uh, my decision to want to make films. So, yeah, you can't really, you know, I, I can't really isolate things. Uh, in the earlier part of my childhood, I was very influenced by Hindi films, you know. Uh, again, however bad they were. In the, I grew up in the 80s <laughs> yeah. and they were awful, you know, in the yeah, 80s. But I were. was so taken up by the magic of it. Like in my family, my dad would, I mean, he, he just wouldn't watch them. He thought they were awful and he just wouldn't watch them. And my mom would kind of come along sometimes to humor me or, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So how did you get together with Excel then with Zoya and Farhan? Because you've been working with them since your first movie pretty much, right? Uh, uh, well, they produced my first film. And, uh, you know, I, I worked for, as an assistant director for about eight or ten years before I started writing and directing. And uh, in that period, I did do two films with them as an assistant. Uh, I met Zoya on my second job. Uh, uh, it was a film called Bombay Boys. She was also an assistant director. And the two of us, uh, you know, we had common interests and uh, we, we kind of became friends uh, instantly. Uh, I met Farhan through Zoya. And uh, I mean, part of one one of the things we used to do for fun when we were free was write together, you know. So yeah, that's how I mean, it's kind of writing kind of, uh, uh, you know, very organically grew and grew and kind of uh, became something that uh, led to us actually producing some scripts and kind of put us in a position to, you know, in the fortunate position of getting paid uh, to do what we were doing back then for fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think in the was. I think in the last few years also Excel movies has become kind of a powerhouse and kind of a thought leader in Indian cinema. I mean they've been making some really interesting projects. Maybe sure. at the start they were more kind of a experimental phase. I think maybe when your movie came out they were more experimenting, yeah. but now they seem to be a, a steady force. Um, does that help getting a movie like Talash started? Yes, definitely. You know, it was a difficult film to cast. It was a difficult, difficult film to make, you know, and they've been rock steady behind me throughout. And uh, in terms of my association with Excel, it's got, uh, you know, it doesn't have too much to do with a contract as such. A contract is not what binds me to them. I think we are bound by like a common vision we have. And, uh, you know, we have similar aesthetics, similar uh, sensibilities. I like them, I trust them, they work for me, you yeah. know? I, I think that similarity of aesthetics, I mean, as a, f uh, as a fan, I could already see a lot of that in your first movie, uh, Honeymoon Travels. And it's kind of a gem of a movie that you d end up discovering randomly going through TV channels. Um, I, I think I missed it when the release came out, but I think I've okay. watched it many, many times on television. Um, okay. So, and I, it's it's it, I don't feel that happens a lot with movies anymore because now with movies it's so much hype, so much promotion, PR that discovering a yeah. movie is quite that fun. too. And see, like in terms of uh, honeymoon, I think for uh, for the time it came out and for what it was, I mean, we got away with it. You know, it was one of the first films that uh, actually went out of the country and it uh, released in the UK and uh, comparatively did very good business there. You know. 
so uh, i think that in terms of honeymoon for anand ritesh apart from just uh, exploring uh, different content they were also kind of exploring a different way to produce a film you know they were kind of exploring uncharted waters in terms of mar- marketing it uh, uh, abroad so yeah i think uh, we got away with it i mean <laughs> that what you what the question was about yeah then definitely i i mean i it's been like 5 years since honeymoon travels i mean do you feel what did you learn from honeymoon travels as an experience and how do you think cinematic landscape has changed since then i mean again see uh, definitely for me uh, you know i had no formal training in filmmaking i had a lot of editing experience which gave me a very close vantage point to directing but i think that uh, you know nothing really prepares you for directing except directing and though i made a small video film i didn't have too much hands on experience so uh, honeymoon was what i cut my teeth on you know and uh, i think it's really honeymoon has really helped me develop my craft and uh, i i feel there's been you know i i've personally felt a very comfortable and a lot more comfortable and a lot more in control through the making of talash and uh, i'm sure i'll uh, probably say that about my third film when i'm comparing it to tarash <laughs> yeah. so uh, you know it's it, it's it, it, it's a learning process really yeah yeah that's what it is yeah i i think you kind of took a i mean it was a pretty big challenge for a newcomer to have kind of this anthology movie not an anthology but like six different stories into a, a built into a road movie um and i think yeah like you said it did have a distinct feel to it that was very much in line with the movies excel was making i i i loved it i mean i especially loved the you adding that superhero part in it i i that was yes. just so out of left field it just blew me away when i saw it the first time okay cool because you know a lot of people tell me that that's the one thing about the film they don't they didn't like and i feel like if you there you know how, what have you liked about the film if you've not got that basic communication which i was trying to get say you know that you need uh, if everything was perfect you not be real people you'd be superheroes you know what i'm saying so uh, i'm glad you're saying that uh, because uh, you obviously like my film for the right reason <laughs> uh, moving on to talash um when when we were talking about talash more than a year ago uh, under film fans and film nerds we were saying it was the most one of the most awaited movies of the year but we didn't even have a title for it then um oh, how yeah. come that it took you so long to find a title uh i think because uh, you know uh, that decision involved five people and uh, at at one point i was telling the producers i'm quite sure talash is going to be unique because it's going to be the first film that's going to release without having a name <laughs> because none of us can find consensus yeah yeah i think it was just uh, every, you know we were, we've made the film in a very democratic way everybody has a say and every we kept considering all options and uh, we even opened like we threw open a title competition on set and uh, yeah i mean uh, finally we settled on talash but that's why it took so long because I think there were five of us. Yeah, it was the talash for talash basically. Yeah, there was a talash for talash. <laughs> um I mean you are really skipping genres here from road movie to a thriller. Um is I mean how how did you come about a thriller is that the kind yeah, of again, movies uh, that you Yeah, you know uh, I I wouldn't say talash is a thriller it's more of a suspense drama 
because it's uh, you know apart from having content that that is kind of gripping it's uh, got the main core of the film is very emotional and the main journey of the film is very emotional so th- th- therefore i mean i would like to say it's a suspense drama uh, yeah uh, so, sorry sorry what was the question to no i i, I just felt it was a very jump in okay. genre for you yeah. from road movie Again, to suspense that, drama yeah it wasn't conscious you know uh i uh, for me it uh, i mean the idea of doing talash came really organically from the story i uh, you know zoe and i were chatting and it came off something we were talking about and uh, i really like kind of fell in love with the idea you know and uh, kind of i think we tried to uh, write the screenplay in a way that best justifies the idea and we arrived at the suspense drama you know so it kind of happened very organically i wasn't consciously trying to switch genres or you know right yeah right i i think a lot of people like say that you know m night shamalam almost killed the thriller or the suspense genre with his sixth sense you know with the big twist and people always now almost want that big twist or kind of a scooby do ending you know where they unmask the villain or something like that um but on the other hand there's just so much marketing and pr and twitter and facebook is it the right time to make a suspense drama when you know the big again see there uh, the kinds of films and the kinds of films you know i don't know if i really uh, agree with what you're saying uh, in terms of m night shamlan i don't think that's really fair to him you know uh, he made a really good film and yeah he put the bench up you know he took the bar up i don't think he's kind of in any way put any pressure on subsequent filmmakers to come up with gimmicks or you know things like that uh i mean that's fun in terms of talash yes it is a suspense drama and uh, again like i'm saying because of the emotional core of the story a the film doesn't end when the suspense is finally revealed you see what i'm saying and i think in no way does, uh, would knowing the suspense uh, i i don't think it will really take away from your second viewing honestly yeah again so you know i I'm, i'm not at liberty to really discuss the uh, uh you know but maybe there's this kind of thing you know if we chat later ever when the film releases maybe we can speak more freely because uh, you know right now i can't really say anything that divulges content you know so i can't really tell you too much of what i mean but uh, i completely yeah. understand i completely understand your point and uh, it it's such a shame um if if something like this would get spoiled or anything like that so also i was trying to find questions when i was preparing to ask you without you know getting into what the big revealer is or yeah. anything about the story because i with the with the cast and the crew that you have amir khan karina rani you really want to go in with you know like a blank slate and just let it come sure and i mean my request to all audiences you know now there's like you're saying with social media and stuff i would i would ask them like don't spoil it for other people don't put the spoiler out there you know uh, the cast and crew and producers and myself we really worked very very hard on this film and uh, i would uh, request them not to let the spoiler out yes yeah and i think when a movie is really good like i think even like earlier this year we had kahani which even though you know what happens at the end you still want to rewatch it again for other reasons to kind of figure out hey the ending was this now rewatching it with fresh eyes doesn't yeah, all make sense yeah. you know so, i think you know so in, that, yeah in any kind of genre i don't think any uh, yeah there are certain genres which i think make for second watches more than others you know like if comedy and certain things like that you know it kind of uh, people want to would watch it again if it makes them laugh 
But again, I, having said that, I feel any kind of uh, well-made film, any kind of really well-made film, I think is a very good contender to be a twice or thrice watched film, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, I, and, and do you feel that Talash has that element to kind of get repeat viewing and people kind of want, would want to go back and watch it? Yes, I, I, I do think the, so. The, I do, I do think so. And I think that, uh, like I said earlier, just because you know what the uh, conclusion is or, you know, what the outcome of the suspense is, I don't think it'll really take away from your second viewing of the film. Right, 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 you know? right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just to get back to your actors, you have some great actors working on your second movie. You have, uh, I mean, three powerhouses, you know. Um, but they also have very dif- distinct, different personalities and acting styles. Sure. Um, like, how how did you kind of manage that? Because, I, I mean, they're very, very different, right? Sure, they are. You know, you see, apart from uh, Amir and Rani and Karina, I'm also working, you know, there's also Nawazuddin Siddiqui, who's uh, coming up in a big way. And, uh, yeah, they all, you know, I think every actor is, uh, you know, has a different process. And uh, as a director, I kind of have to adapt to them. Uh, I feel like in terms of Amir and Rani, they are the proverbial uh, front benchers in their approach to, uh, you know, the part. They love to prep. They really want to do all their homework. They want to get into my head. They want to know everything that's in my head. They want to be very, very prepared, you know. Uh, in terms of Karina, she, uh, I think, has a more spontaneous, instinctive kind of approach. Uh, she, in fact, says that too much prep uh, seems to kind of uh, hamper her, you know. Uh, which, I, you know, it's okay. I'm happy to adapt. Um, Nawaz on a level also again he wouldn't like to prep so much in terms of I didn't prep as much as I did with uh, either Amir or Rani but he uh, in terms of he I think was a uh, you know he likes backstories he wants like his character has a bit of a limp in the film so uh, you know we we had to go through several backstories of the limp before we kind of settled on one so I think he, he his approach is very different. You know, he's trying to... And it's a very interesting and unique approach. He kind of tries to get into the skin of the character in a way that I've not... Uh, it's, it's, it's very unusual, you know. And I think uh, it's, uh, you know, served him really well. Because even if you see... I don't know if you've seen Gangs of Asipur. I have. But I his, need to watch part two, but it's okay. amazing. Yeah, but he, you know, he's, uh, yeah, he's done a great uh, role in one, two, but I mean, two is more central to him. And I, I think that his approach has really, really worked well for him. Um. So, like, um, also when Amir is on board, you kind of, I, I you know, I, I, Amir is such an awesome guy. It almost feels like he has an angelic halo around his head or something like that, you know. Um, and you also know what you're getting, right? Mm-hmm. And did that kind of match the expectations of what you Yeah, wanted? I mean, see, I, again, uh, I, I, I've known Amir for a long time. You know, I was an AD on Lagan and Dil Chata Hai. So again, I, you know, I for me, uh, Amir was a real person. I knew him from before. I had a fair idea of who he was, how he functions. And I had uh, tremendous respect and admiration for him, you know. And uh, so again, I uh, I didn't, you know, people tend to kind of uh, either demonize people or then, you know, like you're saying, uh, kind of uh, make them angels, you know. But I, I you know, well, I, I think what he is is a human guy. I mean, he's a... Uh, extremely accomplished human being, you know, and 
like I've had the best time working with him. You know, I'm sorry. I know it's going to just uh, it's. I'm kind of reiterating the angelic image, but uh, I mean, what well, you know, he's been wonderful to me, and he's really helped me make this film. So I don't want to tell vicious lies about him. So uh, I've had the best time. He's been really supportive, really cooperative, and uh, you know, he brings a lot to the table. So yeah. 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 But I think we're we're kind of you know like we're almost talking about something but not talking about something. But there seems to be a lot of controversy about this. You know, Rima versus Amir, Amir versus this, Amir perfectionist. Why yeah, but it's not. That I, I feel there? it's that because people write these kind of things, like film journalists who really don't understand the process of filmmaking. They don't understand that it's a collaborative uh, art form. You know, I uh, think that uh, in terms of not just Amir, but uh, even my other producers, you know, whether it's Ritesh or Farhan, they do bring inputs and suggestions to the table. My entire cast does, my entire crew does, and I, in fact, encourage it. And uh, the fact that I encourage it in no way diminishes me as a director. That's what a director is supposed to do, you know. Uh, I'm trying to create an environment that's really alive and people are bringing ideas to the table and, you know, uh things are taking on a uh, life of their own and uh, that can only happen if i take a collaborative approach yeah you see i almost so, some, sometimes feel they're gunning for you in a way or something like that again like i'm saying i don't think they're persecuting me i think they just don't understand how it works so it becomes one person's word against the others you know that uh, you know it, it's it's part of my job to liaise and collaborate and work with my cast and crew and i want my cast and crew to come to me bring something to the table do you understand what i'm saying i don't want to be uh, walking islands of vacuum that are just doing my bidding or command so yes i, I you know it's not like my pretty i've always agreed with all three of my producers it's not like they've always agreed with me but yes you talk things through you know and the better idea will always prevail and the fact that they let the better idea prevail in no way diminishes me as a director it i think in fact says i have uh, control over what i'm doing that that makes complete sense to me uh, reema i know that we're short on time so i really want to thank you for your time and just as a final question sure. what are you doing after talash are you going on a big holiday are you going to have a massive party uh, well i mean the holiday part of it uh, would be very welcome uh currently i i mean i'm also developing two other scripts you know uh, one both with zoya one for her to direct next and one for me to direct next uh yeah so i think we we are kind of behind on deadlines so post alash we need to i need to deliver these or write these films with zoya and then i'm going to uh, take a bit of time out i mean like a considerably long bit of time out <laughs> thank you so much right. for your time reema thank you good luck with nice the movie thank you. thank you bye Hey buddy